Welcome to the Rise and Thrive Podcast. My name is Liz Paris. And I'm Christina Cyphers. We're sisters. And we have been on a journey to get unstuck in life and learn tips, tools, and techniques to find more success, love, and happiness. We want to share what we've learned with you to help you move from surviving to thriving. Welcome back to another episode of Arise and Thrive. Woo woo! We're excited to be with you today. (laughs) Yeah, we are totally pumped. The sun is shining. It's a great day. Yes, it is. And today our topic is help from on high. And we are going to talk about angels. And there's been many moments in both my life and Liz's life where we have felt angels and have experienced um, moments where they have impacted our lives. And so we wanted to talk about a few of those amazing experiences um, and also talk a little bit about how you can invite to have angels in your life and to have that support and help from the other side. Yeah, this is such a fun topic. Um, both Christine and I were sisters, of course, you know that. So we lost our mom a little over three years ago. And um, right before that, actually, um, I lost, we lost our grandma. So her mother passed and... Um, that was kind of a preparation for me when grandma died um, in being open to receiving and to feeling um, our ancestors that have gone on the other side. And um, I remember this was an interesting experience, but I'm going to share it. So I was at, at Lowe's and at the time we were managing apartments and I had found out that my grandma had passed and got to say goodbye to her on FaceTime and stuff like that. Cause we were a little ways away. And, and I, I felt at peace that she had passed, but at that time in my life, I was a stress case. <laughs> I was managing apartments and running from one problem to the next problem. And I just remember my life was running me. I was not running my life. It was very tiring. And um, I think I ran out my adrenals during that time. I just had lots of stress and I was like, ah, oh. and so I remember being at um, this at Lowe's and I had one of my children with me. I think it was Caleb at the time and just a little guy about two years old. And we went in and we were getting blinds for a full apartment. It was a full redo. It had been trashed and I needed to get lots of things. So I'm, I'm picking out blinds and my grandma had managed apartments. And so I knew she had experience in this area and something hinted to me or prompted to me to invite her to be there to help me. Cause I was like, I need to get this done and I need to get home and I have things I need to do for my family. And I just got in there and I'm looking at prices. And at first I was just jumbled, like, what am I going to pick and which ones are quality? And, you know, some had different features and all that. I just felt overwhelmed. I was like, I don't want to make these decisions. And so I just invited grandma to be with me. And I felt her like guiding me. And she was like, she was like, first, go get your son a little snack because he's getting kind of fussy. So I ran over, checked out, got him some crackers or something. And uh, we came back over. He's settled. He's eating. And then I'm like, okay. And she's like, next, what about these? What about this? This one, it has a good feature. It doesn't have the the strings. It's the cordless. So, you know, kids can't get tangled in those. And, And I was like, yeah, I never even noticed those over here. So I'm like, I felt like I was having this conversation with my grandma. And I remember leaving Lowe's 
feeling such gratitude that my mom, my grandma, who is not even on the earth anymore, like her spirit could be there talking to me and directing me and helping me. And that was the first time I had my eyes open to how thin that separation is between us and those on the other side, those that have passed on and don't have their bodies that are in our families, how close we actually can be to them. If we open that up and we're sensitive to listen. And then when our mom died, you know, like four months later, I was already kind of in that mindset of, wow, well now I've got somebody else on the other side. So now, now what does this open up for me? And so Christina and I both have had really cool experiences with mom, huh? Hi, Christina. Yeah, we have. And um, there's been lots of records of angels that have come onto the earth. There's, you know, historical books like the Bible. We read about when angels appeared to Mary and Joseph and just so many experiences of angels in both the Bible and in the Book of Mormon. And if you read in scriptures, you'll see that the angels, you know, are either appearing or um, they're talking to prophets and people through um, thoughts or feelings. And so I think it's, it's important to kind of look at these older books and read about how we too can um, have angels a part of our lives. And in the scriptures, you learn that you can pray for things. And so Liz and I are very religious and we both know that you can pray to have, you know, experiences and help from angels. There's many days where I'll say a morning prayer in the morning and I'll pray that angels can walk with my kids to school and keep them safe and they can help my kids make good choices, you know, while they're in school. And it just, it gives me a big peace of mind. Um, and everyone can experience angels differently. I've never seen an angel. I've never been sitting in my room and a huge light appeared or anything like that. Nothing like you hear, you know, in like Mary's experience when the angel appeared to her to tell her that she was going to have um, the babe Jesus. But I have had many different thoughts and impressions and feelings where I know they didn't come from me. And so I think it's important to kind of learn and to recognize that. And then as you go about your life, you'll see like, oh, wow, you know, like, where did this thought come from? And you can even ask for specific angels for help from them. There's many times where Liz and I will both pray that our mom, you know, can help us out with something in particular or our grandma. I've definitely prayed for grandma to be with me because she's a great businesswoman and I just couldn't figure something out and needed some extra help. And so... I just want to talk a little bit about that, that, you know, everyone can have a different experience with it. Not everyone sees them. And, you know, there might be people that do. Yeah. Um, Liz, what did you want to say about well, that? One time I was at a thrift store and this gentleman was buying a book about angels. So it kind of, you know, after all my experiences and things, it was a couple of years ago, but I'd had a few experiences of feeling grandma and mom and things like that. And as I was checking out, I said to him, Oh, that looks like a great book. You found a treasure. And he's like, yeah. And I said, you know, I, my mom passed however long before and, and I feel her and hear like, it's almost like I hear her. It's not like I hear her voice, but I have these thoughts that come, like you said, that, uh, I know they're not my own. It's like, Whoa, where'd that come from? And, and then I have a confirmation of who it came from my mom or grandma or whatever. And, um, as we were chatting, he goes, well, I, he goes, my mom died and I saw her after. And I was like, that is so cool. Like, and I know everyone has different gifts and different spiritual abilities. And so I have another friend who has seen, 
angels before and that her gift is seeing and my gift is not necessarily seeing sometimes I'll see things in my mind's eye and I understand things that way kind of inside my mind and my spiritual eye but I I haven't physically like with my physical eyes seen that so anyway it's pretty awesome though that everyone has a different experience and it can be see it can be feel it can be thoughts um and it can be like an actual physical feel um and I have had had almost a sensation like that too that I'll share a little bit later about mom that was really cool so pretty neat. awesome I want to this scripture kind of goes hand in hand with that it says I will go before your face I will be on your right hand and on your left hand my spirit shall be in your heart and mine angels round about you so there's promises in the Bible and in the Book of Mormon and many scriptures that Heavenly Father will send angels to be with us. And it says on this scripture, it says on your right hand and your left hand. So just because we can't see them um, and maybe sometimes we feel like we can't fill them. But I think if we start to um, have that intention to be more open to filling them and if we, you know, if you pray for that desire, I think that it's possible And I know it is because I've had a lot more experiences since I've been more open to having angels in my life. Um, I want to share an experience that was just on Valentine's Day. So that was just about a week and a half ago. Um, I was in Utah with our dad. He got admitted to the hospital. He wasn't doing very good. And Valentine's Day was our mother's favorite holiday and she loved yep. Valentine's Day. And so I had to go visit her. So I went to her she grave. She made Valentine's and... with her little doilies and stickers. And she oh yeah. <laughs> Everyone that knew her got a Valentine's. It wasn't just like her family. It was literally like, you know how at Christmas time, some people bring Christmas gifts around. Well, she did that, but she also did Valentine gifts and brought Valentine's <laughs> around for everyone that she loved as well. Um, yep. I went to her grave and made her a little, I I didn't have time to go to the store. I should have went and got her something, but I made her a snowball that was a heart shaped and I'm, and there was some flowers that had dried up there and I made it kind of pretty around her little heart shaped snowball. I made her handmade um, Valentine, which I know she'd appreciate. And I just had a conversation with her because I I needed to head home to go come back home because my children were in Colorado and I was in Utah. And so um, my husband had to go back to work the next day. And so I needed to go home so I could be there for my family, but I didn't want to leave my dad. I felt really uneasy. He wasn't doing good. He was in the hospital and I was the only family that was in town. And so I had a straight up conversation with her. I'm pretty sure I was talking out loud. I can't remember at this point, but it doesn't matter either way. You can have a conversation with them and, you know, in your mind or, or out loud. And I, I asked her, you know, if it was okay, if I left, uh, if my dad was going to be okay, if, you know, can I leave him or should I stay with him? Like, is he going to go soon? I didn't want to leave him there alone. And, and she legit, I heard in my mind, like, it's okay. You can go. He still has a little while longer. And I felt at so much peace and I packed up and I went and said bye to my dad and went and told him bye. And I loved him and I left and I didn't feel, I felt totally at peace heading back home to my family where before I like, didn't want to leave at all. I just felt um, really uneasy about leaving my dad, you know, by himself in the hospital. But, um, I'm really grateful that for that experience and just having uh, my mom as an angel on the other side and being able to comfort me and kind of help me out in times of need. So cool. Yeah. I love it. I've had mom talk with me a few times. Actually, the other day, a song came on that 
you know it. It's a John Schmidt song. She used to do her like jumping on her um, trampoline. She had a mini trampoline that she'd do her exercises on. And the song came on like all the time. And and that John Schmidt song came on because I got piano but piano guys on my um my echo dot whatever and so anyway I heard the song and all of a sudden it was like I I felt my mom in the room like automatically like she knew I would connect to her she knew that song was coming up she's gonna hang out with me for a minute and I was in tears like I love you mom like just connecting with her and letting her know how much I loved her and even though our parents or loved ones can be um, you know, a little, they feel distant sometimes, even, you know, dad, he always talked about why does the veil between earth and heaven have to be so thick? And he was so frustrated with that because he had a harder time feeling mom. And when we would talk about, oh, I felt mom this or that, it kind of made him grumpy sometimes because he didn't feel her and sometimes. And so um, sometimes it does feel really lonely. And when I was going through hard, hard times, like right after, well, mom being on the other side, she has strengthened me so much. Like she died, what, December 4th of 2000, was it 17? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2017 yeah. now. And um, by January 1st, I knew that I had to have the separation with my husband. And so this was less than a month later. And I'm like pulling out with my kids and packed, car packed and, and, got this plan to hopefully have things go better than they have been going. And, and just so you know, it's not my husband's fault. We both were in a cycle that wasn't working well. And so um, I'll, I'll admit my part in all of it and all of the chaos, but anyway, um, I, we needed to go through a lot of changes. And as my mom was on the other side, but close to me, I felt so strengthened by her. And when I felt physically sick leaving, or when I questioned what I was doing, I felt her reassure me. I felt her put her arms around me. There was one morning um, where I was so worried about my husband. He was having some mental issues at the time. And I just was worried if he would be okay. And I felt my mom in the morning when I woke up, I just felt her arms around me like I was laying in her lap and her just loving on me. And it was so special. I was like, oh my goodness, she's right here. She And I felt like my husband's ancestors were with him at the same time, helping him and strengthening him in the ways he needed. And it was so powerful. It was so powerful. I have felt so supported. My mom, it's been awesome. Um, and I think, I think anyone can have these kinds of experiences. I know I'm, I'm a, I'm a feeler. So I feel things kind of deeply, but you can figure out what your, I don't want to say superpower. Cause that makes it sound silly, but you can figure out how you are spoken to. If that makes sense. Like we were saying, some people are visual and they see some people hear some people know, like they have a thought in their mind. A lot of times I would have a thought of my mom. Like I was thinking about her funeral, um, you know, right after and I was thinking about how she loved, we, we drove the Hearst, the car that had her um, casket in it to the cemetery because it was real close to her house, but we drove it through the neighborhood. So it would go, she walked through that neighborhood a million times probably. <laughs> and she would, she loved visiting everybody. And I just felt her like telling me, thank you. Like I had this thought of us, you know, first, this thought of the Hearst coming past the house and her 
Um, and I thought, I bet she liked that. And right after I thought that, I felt her be like, I loved that. Thank you for doing that for me. And I felt her gratitude. And even I had gone and bought some new clothes for her when she was she was buried. And I felt her tell me, thank you. She was the most gratitude person ever. And so it wasn't hard to feel her gratitude. Yeah. So grateful. And so it's just neat. Cause when I would have a memory, sometimes that was right when I knew mom was there and then I'd, I'd be able to connect or feel her. So that might help people if they're trying to kind of figure out how they feel or see or think or hear, um, the messages that are coming to them. I remember when we drove, um, yeah, mom from the church to the cemetery. And I remember, I remember imagining her, um, waving like a parade wave to everyone, like goodbye, like <laughs> kind of as we yeah. drove through there, like in my mind's eye, like saw her, you know, like saying goodbye to the neighborhood and things like that. So it's interesting that you remember that too. It was, it was cool that she, that we were able to do that and that she kind of say goodbye one last time to the neighborhood and her that house. That fits her. Her energy was bigger than life. She just loved everyone and just her laugh was so contagious. So anyway, it's just fun yeah. to to hear, see, or feel that kind of energy coming mm-hmm. through. It's like, yeah, that's my mom. <laughs> yeah, she was the best. I'm going to share an experience um, that I had when I was 20. So it was before I went on my mission and I was four-wheeling with some friends from the singles ward and we didn't have four-wheelers or anything growing up. So I wasn't the most experienced four-wheel driver and it was um, at dusk. So the sun had set and we went out four-wheeling. I don't know who does that, but we did. And um, I was going along and all of a sudden my front right wheel um, was going off an edge. It was teetering. And because it was teetering, the whole thing flipped on top of me as we were going. And so I flipped on top of me and I was completely protected. And I fell on like this giant rock. And the the thing that I remember most is um, one of the friends I was with ran over and picked up the four-wheeler off of me and helped me up. And oh I remember God. looking down at this giant rock that I'd fallen on. I probably should have broken my back. And I remember um, first the, I had um, thoughts in my head that said, this is because your father's been praying for your protection while you've been gone. And I felt angels like protecting me. Like it was like this giant blanket cloud surrounding me as this heavy machine was on top of me. It was such a spiritual experience. And I'll never forget, um, that was the first time I ever felt like I had a guardian angel that was with me and protecting me. And that was because of, you know, prayers that were said for me that I was protected. And it was, it was a really neat experience. And so I feel like angels, not only can they be for us, you know, maybe when we're sad or feeling down or when we need to make a decision, but also they can protect us. And I've had actually another experience on a four wheeler. And I've also rolled my car in the Canyon driving up to snowboard and eat each of those times though. They happened within three months of each other, or it was all within three months. Um, I think it was probably like once a month, I would roll a vehicle or something. I don't know, right before my mission, it was crazy. (laughs) You were on a roll. (laughs) (laughs) But every time I had felt that I had a guardian angel with me, protecting me. And I felt surrounded in like this cloud of comfort and nothing ever hurt me. The second time I fell on the four wheeler, we were going down into a riverbed and it was really steep. So we went down and I was actually behind someone and they probably weighed double my weight. And we went up the side of the bank 
And because it was so steep, the four-wheeler tipped and I was on the back. And so he fell on top of me. The four-wheeler fell on top of me and into some more rocks. And I was completely fine. I didn't feel anything. And again, I just felt like there was these angels there protecting me. And it was such a cool experience. Those were my first experiences that I'd ever had with having angels around me. But ever since, like we've said, ever since our mom died, we've been a lot more open, I think, and um, been a lot more looking for having experiences with angels. And so we've noticed those a lot more in our life. I'm, I guarantee all of anyone listening to this has angels with them around you that are helping you, whether making good decisions or helping protect you in your life, making a different turn on a highway. So, you know, you can avoid an accident They're They're always with us. And, um, I want to read one more scripture right here. I love this one. So this is also in the book of Mormon. And this is from the prophet um, Moroni is his name. And he says, has the day of miracles ceased? Behold, I say unto you, nay, for it is by faith that angels appear and minister unto men. And this is written hundreds of years ago, but it's so relevant for any time because Heavenly Father loves all of his children the same. So even if we, you know, don't have, um, even if you don't see angels and don't have huge experiences going on, it still says right here that angels do appear and minister unto men. And that's what, what me and Liz wanted to talk about today is we feel like it's important that um, people take the time to um, have those experiences. And like Liz said, you need to kind of see if you're like a seer or a filler, or if you have thoughts that come to your mind. Um, and the more that you put that intent out there, and, and if you're a religious person, you can pray, you know, to have those experiences and to have those angels with you. And I, I know that you will start to recognize those in your life because both Liz and I, it's been a huge change from the time that our mom has died to before that. It was kind of like a rare thing, like, like for me, example, for getting in huge accidents for me to really feel like angels. But now I think I feel them, you know, maybe on a weekly basis, don't you, Liz? Yeah, I think because we've learned to pay attention to that. It's like with our mom passing, it opened up a different world to us Mm -hmm. to have someone so close to you be on that other side. And then you already know them so well. And so when you feel them, it's like, whoa, there they are. And so it kind of almost breaks that veil for you, I guess, having someone close to you. Um, So before we end, I wanted to share a don't and a couple of do's. So as you're trying to connect with um, loved ones or angels that you know could help you or strengthen you or protect you, um, the don't I have is don't doubt. And you know, before my mom passed, I, I had a lot of programming that was like, I'm alone, I have to do this all myself, life is hard. You know, like I had these programs that were not helpful. They weren't serving me. And as you know, my mom passed and I had someone over there, I started to discover I'm not alone. I have help. Like people are interested in me. There's a heavenly force that's interested in me. Just like every one of you, we all have this divine, um, infinite worth. And so uh, there are angels and ancestors that are interested in you. We're interested in you too on this side, but you've got that heavenly help that wants to be there for you. And I thought I had to do everything myself before. And now I've learned, you know what? I'm on a team. I'm, I'm on the good team. And there's hundreds of thousands of millions of, of influences that can help me that are available. Like that's what their work is. And so first, don't doubt. 
And then a couple of do's, be believing, because I think that's the biggest thing when we doubt, it's like, but if we're believing, it can happen. It opens up that possibility. And the second one is be intentional. So invite or ask. And, you know, the, the scripture, ask and you shall receive, knock and it shall be opened unto you is in scriptures many times. And it's like, why? Why is that in there so many times? Because, you know, we're blessed according to our desires. And I wanted to share one more with my, with mom. This was one of my biggest experiences with her. I was so down and just struggling and hurting almost the tears are coming. (laughs) I can feel them right in my chest trying to come up. Um, But I felt this hurt, such hurt. And I, I went to be comforted and to be on my own and, and to try to connect, you know, with, with God. And, and as I, I set this time aside, um, and I sat in this uh, space and was like, okay, I need help. And as I prayed, I was like, please, I, I need help. And, and I felt Im- this impression that my mom was sitting next to me. And I was like, really? And I was like, please, yes, be my mom. Yes. <laughs> I need you right now. You knew I needed you. And I, I put my hand out, like, can you just hold my hand and not let go? Like, don't let go. And I, I remember feeling a really cool energy on my hand and I felt her energy on the lower part of my hand, like that runs underneath the pinky, if that makes sense. If you go to shake a hand, it's that lowest part when you're shaking a hand. And I felt that energy just running there and it was really strong. And it was so cool because, um, I, I, then I knew that was kind of my mom and my little connector. So I knew that if I felt that energy there, she was, she was there. That was one of the ways I could tell that she was there to help me. And one time I was having a, an energy session with a gal and she's like, you've got this energy under your hand, like that runs along the pinky. And I was like, that means my mom's here. And she's like, oh my goodness, it does mean she like felt very impressed that my mom was there. And I was like, it just reconfirmed to me that, you know what, if we have a desire and we ask and we pursue that and we, we believe we don't doubt, but we intentionally seek, we can receive. It's so cool. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. I love that. Um, so our oops moment for today is really great. Um, this happened on Saturday. So Saturday, my husband was working. And so I was like, I'm gonna be the best mom ever. Yeah. We're going to go do all this fun stuff. And so I asked my kids like, what do you guys want to do? And, and my son Jackson, Oh, I want to play tennis. And my daughter, I want to go skiing. And I was like, we're going to fit it all in. And so usually when we go skiing, super mom. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. Usually when we go skiing, I get them, I get everyone in their snow pants and put and coats and put them in the car. It just makes life so much easier than when you get there. All you're doing is putting on ski boots, grab skis, and you go up to the lift. We've gone many times this year and I've got it. I've got it all down, but I brought the snow pants in to put their snow pants on. But then Jackson was like, no, no, we're going to play tennis before we go skiing. And I was like, okay, yeah, we don't need to put on snow pants. Cause we're going to go play tennis, left the snow pants at our house, went oh. and played tennis, went all the way up to the ski oh, resort, um, went to grab the snow pants. They were not there. And so oh. because we drove so far and because I'm super determined, I was like, we're going skiing. And so <laughs> you bought snow pants. <laughs> so yes, we all went skiing. I actually had mine though. And I didn't have theirs, but don't worry. I didn't wear mine. That would have been super rude. So 
I was like, okay, I'm not going to wear my snow pants. They're not going to oh. wear their snow pants. We'll see how long we can last. You didn't buy snow pants. You just <laughs> skied without. <laughs> skied without snow pants. We lasted, They the kids lasted five runs was as much as Jackson would give me without snow pants. Woo-hoo! That's really so, good. I would have thought yeah. one, if they have a crash, then they're soaked through. Yeah. <laughs> they're pretty good now they don't really crash one time Jackson did kind of sit in the snow and I was like what are you doing get up you don't have snow pants on and I brushed him off but it actually turned out all right but I was it was one of those moments I was so frustrated at myself like because it's I mean it's a 40 minute drive up the canyon you know what I mean to go all the way up there and then not have what you need is it was just very frustrating and it was all my fault because I was the one that's supposed yeah. to be snow pants you know and so I was super frustrated at myself, but then I was like, nope, we're going to go take a few runs. It's going to be great. And they did fine. And it all worked out. So that's, that's the- awesome. The week. <laughs> that's awesome. It's a commitment once you drive up and down and all the things. I'm glad you just went for it. Did anyone give you a look or say anything? <laughs> nope. The only person that noticed was my husband. Cause I sent him a picture and he noticed that I had these awesome cheetah leggings on. He's like, no snow pants question mark. And I was like, yeah, funny story. <laughs> so yeah that awesome. was he was the only one no one else even said anything I don't even think people really noticed they're like, so focused on I don't want to crash in that tree yeah. but they're not looking at your pants <laughs> we looked great either way snow pants or not so yeah cheetah leggings sound good they were really cute <laughs> that's awesome you've Thanks had a few everyone. good oops moments lately keep up the I good have. work what's you gonna I have will. for next week <laughs> I think it's going to be your turn next week. Something awesome is going to happen. So, (laughs) all right. I'll try to prepare well. (laughs) Sounds good. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We love you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for letting us share our love with you and some some, um, awesome spiritual tidbits today. I hope that it helps you on your journey to arise and thrive and to connect with heaven and with the higher power that's there. Those angels are waiting to help you. Love you. Have an awesome week. Are you feeling stuck in an area of life, relationships, money, organization, health, or happiness? We want to help you get the results you have always wanted and the happiness you are worthy of. And so Christina and Liz have started a movement to support you in making positive changes in your life. Arise Now is the best place to start when you are ready to get better results in life and you want positive support, effective tools, and strong motivation to make it happen. And that's why we started our movement, Arise Now. Arise Now is a three-month support group with all of this and more. In Arise Now, you will learn to make vision boards work for you. You will have the support to set and accomplish a 30-day goal daily accountability and enjoy a safe supportive community to start arising and thriving now you will receive five weekly live trainings including learning to use valuable tools and techniques to help you start shifting your mindset from surviving to thriving we want to help you arise now we believe in you we know that you have what it takes to make your dreams a reality And now you have the support to do it. Join us for our next Arise Now move. Click on the link in the show notes to claim your spot to Arise Now. Or go to our website and enter your email for more details at ariseandthrivelife.com.